Get into it, motherfuckers. Good afternoon, everybody. We're not being sad today, goddammit. Not even a little Sailing across this bitch. I don't wanna fuck with them boys. Come on, dog, put away them toys. Cause I'ma put in a clip and you'll get jaws. You know how we go, nigga. I don't even think he was shot. Nope. Fuck with them boys. Nope. He just got in there and just did whatever came to him. Because like, it ain't even just like Like this is why like you know You try not to be you know too much like a, uh, What's that like a little Stickler hip hop peoples or whatever But it's just like he's sailing across his bitch This nigga is like Backwards ice skating across his fucking song And it's just like come on G Like there's there's realm for you know like I'm not even gonna just diss with like mumble rap or the less fucking whatever. You're not really talking about like fucking the most um, in depth topics, but just how this nigga was going like that shit was amazing. That was like yo rap is like you mad fucking talented to rap like he would catch any beat or create any beat with just his words alone, and you ask him to like recreate it like we have rappers now that haven't had nearly the career that he's had and you ask them to like perform a song that they made in the beginning and they can't remember it you bring up a snippet to him and he'll get right into it enthusiasm and all i remember every single line i feel it i don't have to remember what i said like i can verbatim i can just say what's necessary because i probably didn't even write it down the first goddamn time i just got in there and said what i felt and it stuck to me it resonated with me that well that it just stayed that shit is brilliant like even even if it's even if it's written because i feel like that kind of you know I'm not, you know, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not a rapper, guys. But I feel like even that just became like, you know, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing to be a Lil Wayne. It's amazing to be a hoe where you just can get in that shit and say it. But I think niggas heard that and immediately liked the fucking <gasps> that that brings you and it's supposed to going. Nah, man, there's an art in the pen. You don't right. have to feel bad for having to sit down and write your shit. Everybody trying to get in there and then I just went for it and that's it. Okay, but it sounds like that, like. You're not less special because you may have to sit down, be like, nigga, sit down and hone that motherfucker crap, write that shit out. Like, I've even, like, you know, to use another just way of hip-hop as a parallel to this, there's something to be said about, you know, y'all might not get it, or maybe y'all do, but we discuss it where the days we just come in here and it's just like, <laughs> it's not bad, but the days we kind of was like, hey, you ever thought about this? And it's like, damn, I did kind of think about that. Well, let's not just blow it up right now, but like. Yeah, you thought about that. Now I got a couple days, and that's in my version, maybe my pen. I might write a note or two. I might think about it more often. I might, oh shit, as I'm coming in, think about topic, topic, topic. You know what? That does kind of correlate to this, this, and that. So when we get here, it's like, whoosh, as opposed to, yeah, I just did it. That don't mean it's not, you know, sometimes nigga, you freestyle it off the dome, and that's fine, but... I just feel like that, as far as like hip hop wise, if it's like everybody's like, nigga, I just went in there and did what I needed to do. Nah, man, because sometimes the pen... The pen makes like five, what's that shit? Five number one albums like out the gate, like right. back to back to back. There is no man. I did I did a good song, and then you know it's hard to make an album. Like nope, I got twenty fucking songs, nigga. Twenty two within the first year. Your first two out the gate on a major automatic. Uh, yeah, it's to like, the moon. What was that shit? Once again, drink champs. I mentioned drink champs a lot lately, but they got good shit. Like. The fact of, like, like I don't, I don't know, I think motherfuckers sleep on that, like, in an age where, like, fuck it, even right now, like, for a nigga to say, yo, DMX ran fucking, like, Def Jam, like, in the sense of, like, but there's nothing the nigga couldn't, like, he, that was it. You weren't competing against, yo, it's 50 nigga, nah, nigga, like, it's X. It's X and the rest of us, like, <laughs> knock it off, like. And wasn't even trying to compete with everybody. No, that just is, like, I need to, now that was a motherfucker, not to say anybody's not getting their therapy off, but that was a motherfucker who was, like, I have found 
a conduit through which I'm finna just translate all that is me and my and, and the best way I could do it. If I want to fuck, if I'm hurting, if I want to beat a nigga ass. All right, cool. I'm not even considering this. That's, you know, because I'm no, like, the world now. Like, that's toxic, man. Look, whatever, no. dog. Like, that's where that man was at, and it was an honest expression. Now, we could get into vernaculars of how it needed, how it could have been said better, but, you know, like, it was just, I don't know. X was I mean, amazing. yeah, we, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit more later. Before we transition into that, let's get the formalities out the way. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Just a Dope-Ass Podcast here on this lovely, sunny, bright, warm Saturday yes. afternoon. In light of, hey, hey, what's going on, Jay and Baby? How you doing? <laughs> in light of what has happened this week with X, in case you haven't noticed this, we are starting the show off talking about him opening the show with a little bit of X. We're going to close with X most likely, too, because it's all weekend. With that being said, on all social media platforms, you know what time it is. When one of our elites pass within the community, go run them streams up. Support the family. Make sure, you know, all 15, 17 of them kids is getting some residuals. I just saw supposedly that J and B are going to buy his master's back for $10 million and give it to the family. So they got some money to eat off of for a while. So go run them streams up. I don't know how true it is, but it sounds wonderful if they're doing that. Awesome. Fantastic. Thank you. But, yeah, go run them streams up. The first three of his albums have been number one on all streaming platforms for the last two days. Continue that all throughout the month. Just, you know, due diligence. Support our people, man. Support our people. Don't make me. Doesn't, the man doesn't make bad music. Like, no, if you're, not an, if you're an X fan, it's perfect. If you're a hip hop fan, it's great. If you're just a casual passing, there's no, like, you find something. Like, I just, yeah, to go, go, go do that. I think you know support the family but it just i don't know man like it just it's something to be said to me to just uplift those who did a good thing like right know. not just the music like you can you his exterior was definitely aggressive when it comes to music right and you know in today's society it's like it's to- toxic masculinity like faggot and, and a whole like it was an abundance of faggots in a lot of his songs and that wouldn't fly today because today is just like eh. see and that and I saw I saw some post, not to cut you off my bad. No, go ahead. I saw some post that, and I wasn't like you know I wasn't bad. People are gonna say whatever they want to get kind of like a to get the views up. But he was just he was just depicted as gruff gruff rapper. When I was like, have y'all listened to the music? Right. And did y'all listen to him talk? Because there is no there is damn there he's got to be in the top five of most transparent, most honest. Like nigga, I'm not. Like I'm tough, I'm gruff. Just be, I mean, as my personality, but I'm extremely vulnerable. I'm in a lot of pain. I'm, I'm vocal about what I'm going through. I'm not, you know, singing and, uh, you know, dancing in the rain, crying. But like, actually, you know, I might cry. That then I'll rap about it. Like I'm. He cried nearly at every performance he did. Yeah, like that this time. is really like, yo, man. Like I'm very vocal about. So you can be whatever is, I guess, considered toxic or Superman. Ob. Like, he looked like he was not uh, like not anywhere near shy away from, I will pop you, I'll beat your motherfucking ass, and then I'll go in here and pray and cry and try to fucking find peace. And, and I think there's multiple stories from lots of different celebrities that will say yep. that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. You are supposed to be the biggest artist in the world right now, and you spazzing out and robbing or roughing up some some individual here that is a civilian and then you proceed on with the rest of what you're doing like nothing happened you just like hey yo give me that like you're rich you don't need that give me that even like to hear Charlemagne talk about him is dope like he was at like and it was like the perfect merger of like you know um he was at the uh at the fucking radio station he's downstairs got a little bit too drunk throwing up in the middle of throwing up is like calling at ye and just talking to people on the street. Like he was like, yeah, you just don't meet like a genuine person like that. And he just was him. Like there was right. no cut on the fucking uh, celebrity shit or blah, blah, blah. And as I was like looking, like you see people like pour out their hearts, but then you see certain people like just, and this was also on me to go look in on, you know, certain internet spaces and Twitter. Um, <laughs> it's fucking Twitter. It's always Twitter. And just, you know, you see little comments. You know, I just, I, don't, I got like got like five. So I don't know if it was like 5,000, but the five I saw is enough for me to make this make this statement. Is that there's just, that's five too many that don't understand to sprinkle, get this mental health shit sprinkled out. Don't understand addiction. Don't understand trauma. Don't understand that, yes, whatever may have happened at 
14, 15, follow the motherfucker to 50. And as much as it is bad and hurtful that somebody checked out at 50, it's like, y'all not championing shit that the motherfucker had all these things happen to him and made it to this outlandish fucking status in life. And you motherfuckers got like, you know, not to minimize anybody's issue, but you motherfuckers got like mild, mild to middling anxiety and can't get out of being a fucking uh, bagger at Walgreens. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know, you can, I don't know, understanding that trauma affects you and can fucking smack you at 50. Like you've been going good with some dips here and there through life. But on, on the whole, somebody might look like he's got it amazing. And then at 50, you just have a moment that fucking shocks you back. And it's like, yeah, so don't toss away all he did because, you know, he checked out like this or whatever. That man suffered emotionally and mentally for more parts of his life than he was alive, more than he was happy. From We'll say from, we can't even say 14 because we know what happened at 14 that put him on this path. Mm -hmm. But he was already in the streets at 14. So we can say roughly by 12 from 12 until 50, yeah. you've been struggling with, abuse, with substance use, mental health struggles, some sort of depression, anxiety, which he's, he's named his diagnosis mm-hmm. in songs before to tell you, you know, manic depressant, like this is what I'm struggling with. One of his favorite artists was Scarface, who also has been vocal and open about like, no, I'm diagnosed with having a mental health condition. Like, this is me. I thought mind playing tricks on you was a joke. Like, no, he that Scarface is another one that he'll tell you. Like, I had, I grew up with a mental health condition. That was my diagnosis. Um, but to say that he's been through all that and still became one of the most influential people, I think the catalyst that people miss when we talk about the mental health component. What helped him get to this point and why he was able to become this magnitude of a person and have this much influence as opposed to said, you know, bagger at Walgreens that can't get it together. He was willing to be vulnerable and talk about what he was going through. That's the catalyst. Not the fact that he was fighting through all these things. The fact that he was vocal about it. He was vulnerable about it. He let you know what he was struggling with. He was willing to be a resource to people still. He's willing to be selfish. He was willing to be, you know, be humble. The only rapper that has made that much money that ain't never had a diamond or gold chain ever has never been super materialistic, has always talked about giving to other people, even in said aggressive sounding songs. If you listen to the lyrics, he's talking about giving to other people. And his endorsements with Timberland, he's talked about in his commercials, like, look, don't be like me. I'm not a role model. Just listen to what I'm saying. Like, listen to, to what I'm trying to teach you. Don't live through my experiences. Hopefully you can do better than what I'm like. He, every platform he was on, he utilized that to help teach or edify other people in the midst of his suffering. I think you make a good point that I, and this is, you know, this is me being me. I feel like there's a difference and people might not catch it. Like, cause you just said, fighting through it and i feel like some people fight just with their shit he might he like i had issues and i'm actively looking to fight through them understand them in my own way maybe he went to therapy maybe he didn't but took his use this as a way to push through the thing not avoid it not fucking whatever it like even i heard him talk about like addiction he's like you're always chasing the fucking you're always chasing the high but that's not just saying like you know i don't know sometimes people will say shit and i'll get kind of I get real caught up in, like, how shit's presented because I feel like, you know, if you are talking to somebody, you know, Fifty Shades Down who doesn't catch it, they'll just catch the wrong version of it. Right. So it's like, you know, don't just say, like, it get bad sometimes. Like, no, he explained, and he's like, I have an issue, and I'm actively going to battle with my issue to get through it, not use it as something I identify with, not use it as an excuse to be a fucking dickhead. Like, because I feel like that's what kind of people do now. It's like, you know, there's a difference. You're not not fighting through your shit. You just kind of... You're kind of dancing with it, so you can be like, I have this issue, and I'm a fucking dickhead. And I won't even say that they're dancing with it, because in order to dance with something, you have to embrace it and stand with it. You have to acknowledge that it's there. You have to be fluid with it when it comes mm-hmm. to dancing. We're both moving in unison. We're moving together. Most people, they're fighting against it. They're creating this resistance or, like you said, they're avoidant and they want it to just disappear Mm -hmm. without me having to do anything. X literally would tell you, like, no, 
I'm, I'm struggling with this every day, even up to my last breath. I've, I'm struggling with this still today. He's done recent interviews within the last three or so years talking about what happened to him at 14 and still breaks down and cries and can't get through it because it's something that I suffer with. But in the midst of all that, he'll still say in the interview, I've had a good life. Mm-hmm. I've had a positive life. I'm, I'm glad that I was able to touch people. There's too many people that have posted so many different stories within the last couple of days about meeting him randomly as a fan. And he will stop and minister to them and talk to them about, you know, how to get through certain things or how to embrace it and go along with it. Like, don't just ignore it. Don't be afraid to show who you are. Don't be afraid to do this. Don't be afraid to do that. Like, <clears throat> Give your praise to the most high, serve other people, but also be be open and honest with how you are and what you're going through and what you're feeling and all these other things. Like it wasn't I know we got it presented to us in a more like Jesus biblical mm-hmm. type situation for us on in, in, in a mental health standpoint. That's more what I harp on since I'm not an extremely religious person. But the, the narrative was the same, regardless of what package you put on it. It's like, yo, it's like we talked about what last week, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. servitude, serve others. And you're going to get these things back in return. Even when you're struggling, be willing to be vulnerable, be willing to talk about these things, be willing to meet them where they are, be willing to allow them to be a part of you. And in turn, it'll continue to bring you more positive things because you're not holding on to these things or fighting against them. It's, it's a battle, but acknowledge the fact that you're fighting with this thing day to day. Are you still struggling with your addiction? And in the interview he did with Anyala, or mm-hmm. however you pronounce her, and he's like, I, I, "That's not something that you ever get over." Like I'm, I'm battling with that every day. Every day I wake up, I'm still battling against addiction, whether I'm sober or not. I'm still battling against my addiction, and I'm willing to like. He don't hesitate to say any of these things. Like I'm telling you, I'm still struggling with it. I'm, I'm no better than anybody else. I'm, I'm here. And I think that's what a lot of people didn't understand or didn't take away. Like, oh, his music was just the music was great. Like, it gets me so pumped. Like, but you did you really listen? Because no. the beats was like they bumped because that's what was for that time. It was an aggressive tone, and he's from New York. But did you really listen to the lyrics? Because a lot of the lyrics were not super aggressive. I even take like <clears throat> people taking you know you know people take things the way however they want to, or people will take things how they. I don't know, like, through the lens that they can, like, you only got the lens that you got for right now, whatever. So, like, the interview he did on uh, Drink Champs, and I've posted that a couple times, and it was, I think it was posted on the page, too. And it was him even saying things, like, to go through what he's gone through, it was that thing where he was, like, you know, appreciate and understand people for what they are. Like, a snake's going to be a snake. Right. But it wasn't, at least for me, it wasn't, like, because, you know, a lot of people have put that in the box of, like, that motherfucker gonna be who the fuck they are. You leave him over there. He was like, nah, man, like a mother. Like to me, it was like he still ended it. There was parts in there where he was like, embrace them. It's like, I understand that you have these poor qualities. That doesn't mean I'm not fucking with you. I just, I don't wanna get bit. So yeah, I might still deal with the snake. I just gotta do it like this. But I think he was still a person that was like, because I've gone through this journey, I've gone through whatever he's gone through to get to here. You gotta kinda hold space for. I'm going to allow you to be who you've been, but I'm not going to block you from being who you are. Right. And I think that comes with a bit of, to tie into like, you know, shit that we've, that's posted and shit that, you know, we've talked about you Um, resentment. I don't think that you can be, you know, you can have these issues, you can struggle with them, but I do think there's a line that where you cannot be, you know, in a state of like, I resent and I'm like, I'm a fuck. Like, cause you know, you, you know, working with, Certain communities, it's like it's a difference between a motherfucker who like I have this addiction, I understand shit's happening, I understand motherfuckers done me wrong, whatever, whatever. But I'm growing, and through my little growth from my fucking past to now, I understand that it's no reason to really like hate on somebody. Right. Be cautious. Be be aware. Don't just. And I don't know. I, I struggle with motherfuckers like why is it you know why that's so hard to be like you can be cautious but not be a fucking pessimist to be resentful. Now you can be optimistic. And positive towards an individual and still be like, I ain't going to get my motherfucking, you know, I ain't going to get got, but I ain't going to like hold out that you can't become better. And like hearing him say that, I was like, all right, man, I ain't got through. I ain't gone through a quarter of what this man went through. And he was like, expect them to be who they are. But it's kind of like when they show you what they are, like, okay, you've shown me to be a snake. You show up tomorrow. Well, you show up in the next six months and you went from snake to now you kind of like a lizard. I'm going to accept you as a lizard. I'm not going to hold you as a snake no more. Right. Which is dope. I mean, another part of that that I kind of grasp from it, and like you said, we kind of gravitate to whatever's in our mind 
or whatever perspective I mean, we have. Lumping ahead that way. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, go you got it because, you know, I'm going <laughs> to get him there because that's exactly where I'm taking this motherfucker. But um, I, I think another part that I grasped from that was like release your expectation of what something is supposed to be, which we've talked about a number of different times on the show and posted. I expect you to be who you are as opposed to I expect you to be my standards of what you should be. Whatever you are bringing to me at that moment, that's what I expect you to be. And I'm going to receive you as that. And I'm going to adjust accordingly as opposed to trying to force you to fit the narrative that I have for you. If you change and you come back and you are said lizard six months later, great. I expect you to be a lizard. Let's find out what kind of lizard you are. You come back another six months and you are a goddamn amphibian. I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever you have transcended into or transformed into, I accept you as that. I'm going to have some wherewithal. I'm going to use some discernment. I'm going to watch you, but I'm not going to judge you. But I also think when he was saying that, he was also speaking to other people about how they should look at him. Mm Mm-hmm. like perceive me for who I am. This is who I am. Don't expect me to be something else. Don't judge me for, for something else. Cause it's always been DMX in trouble again. DMX gets arrested again. DMX is crackhead. And he said that in songs. I hear y'all in the streets. Oh, he's a crackhead. He says, so what? Yeah, he's a crackhead. He's this, and it's like, dog, he's a, you know, like you said, the five time album thing. He's a fucking, uh, you know, movies, but it's even outside the accolades. Like the story that's been kind of circulating is the girl, little girl who was his like, daughter in the movies like he took her in as like a real goddaughter like he's also that nigga like he's you know through all my through all my motherfucking struggles and issues i have made sure that i have held space to be a positive male influence father figure in this girl's life and i'm i'm there like i'm very present like it's years like she's a little kid she's a motherfucking grown-up she's whatever so it's like but if you look at if you look at x and say if x maybe you've you've engaged with him as you know, ex during the crack situation or ex in situations where in interviews, motherfuckers like I was on his team and, you know, he had a gun and he was in a depressed moment. He was high and he was whoop, 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 whoop. If you, I resent him for that and you never, ever let him outlive that moment, then you can't even see ex being the motherfucking father to a girl. You can't see him being the nigga dropping gems or drink champs. You're going to sit there and go, let's crack him motherfucker fuck up here talking. You completely cut yourself off from whatever. From empathy. which is part of the problem because in those moments this person that has been able to hold space for all these people when he has a moment where he needs somebody to hold space for him you can't do it because you're too busy viewing him in a one-dimensional lens and i think that's part of what his struggle contributed or was attributed to so many people were approaching him based on you're supposed to be this superstar person in movies and music and when you start spazzing out and having a moment that's not how you're supposed to be you're supposed to be this person over here well i have an issue with who you're being right now because it's not who i expect you to be as opposed to having some empathy and saying this is who you are right now i know this is not who you are as a person but you need more support if you are if you high and you got said gun and i'm going on hey hey just like any other dog that's having a, a, a pitch in the fit or acting up in the yard, about to snap on somebody. Hey, 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 boy, hey, calm down. Hey, come here. Come here. It's OK. It's OK. You don't get a rabid animal to be calm with you, which you saying, oh, kill that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That's not that's going to make the situation worse. It's not in the right frame of mind. How do you get an animal to calm down? You come to its level and you show it like, look, I'm, I'm here. I'm not here to attack you. I'm not here to judge you. None of the, like, it's okay. Like, come here. Like, bring it in. Sometimes I'm sure he needed that in those times, and there wasn't somebody to actually stand for him and say, yo, X, come back to reality, bro. Like, it's it's all right. I I got you. And that's what made him feel so lonely. That's what contributed to his depression. See, for me, that starts to get into a realm of, like, motherfuckers talk about. And we've been talking, I've said this a lot romantically, but in general, because it applies to every relationship that you're in, where you incorporate love. And it's like, you know, nigga, now there's... And it's not saying you just get fucking dog walked, but unconditional love in the word itself. If I am offering unconditional, then motherfucker, we in this shit to the end. Like I'm going. No matter to, what's going on. Yeah, like you know, if I'm if I need if I need a break, if you you know I can you know that's why you have a support system. Like if it's you know me DC and three other motherfuckers supposed to take care of, you know of James. Yeah, nigga, I'm going to tag out. Like, you know, man, I'm, I'm going to come back. Then we have a support system, so it's not just you. But it's not like I'd ever quit 
on James. So James, get the fuck up out of here. You talking about a support system? Most people want a support system, but most people don't want to be a part of a support system. They're not just yeah. part of the problem. And I, that kind of goes to like uh, the the post I sent you off air from from uh, Doctor Boyce Rockins or whatever, mm-hmm. when he was saying like, I know we can say all these things about DMX, but. 20 years ago, this problem could have been prevented. Now, granted, it's more time than that. It's more than mm-hmm. 20, obviously. But the the premise of the post was basically way back when, how could we have kept this from happening today? Easy. We just been more supportive for him, been there the way we needed to be there for him. We've talked about how we should embrace our kids from a, from a better mental health standpoint. If he had the support system that he needed at 12, 13, 14, as opposed to being out in the streets hitting licks with somebody twice your age, that's drugging you so you don't have to take your cut of the money and he can take yours and get you distracted. He's manipulating you. If he had a better support system at that time when he was already struggling going through it and left his parents' house, maybe we wouldn't be having the outcome that we have now. Could he have still had the struggles that he had as far as mental health and darkness is concerned? Possibly. Would he have still had the talent? Possibly. He was already saying how he wanted to be a rapper at that time and and freestyling and things at that age. So the talent has always been there. We just may have given this man the opportunity to have lived longer if we were able to help somebody when we first see the signs as opposed to saying, you know what? You're tripping right now. I'm going to just I'm going to let you do that over there and then get at me when you get better. Like, I don't I don't have time for this right now. You have me going, yeah, you stay over there. Like you, you stay over there. All right. Well, if I could fix it, I probably fucking would. Yeah, right? I don't, I don't, I don't have space or time to be somebody's parent right now. I don't have space or time to raise somebody that's, you know, clearly going through some times. I am, I am not a space of therapy for damaged people. So when you get that together, then you can come over here and then I'll deal with you. Maybe if I feel like it goes back to last week, if, if, if it serves me then I'll insert myself back into this situation as opposed to understanding, let me humble myself and help you, which this man did his entire time while struggling. And you can't do that simply off GP. And see, like, that makes me think about like, hey, by the way, guys, TJ's reading new books. So you're going to hear some shit about it. because um, In general, he's reading. You know why he's reading? Because he loves his brain. That's true. Um, you know, because all these things, all these things correlate. So you talk about, you know, positive thinking and you talk about like having the good vibes and like being there and holding space. And they kind of blur lines between like sometimes people say shit like that. And like in as far as like viewing X and still in the like, you know, realm of fucking with the resentment vibes. Like if you the way like, you know, if you know, if you guys like look up like NLP and like neuro linguistic programming and shit like that, it's shit that kind of rearranges you know, basically, it's science behind when motherfuckers be posting that um, positive thinking, and if you think positive, positive shit will happen. And motherfuckers, I think, view that, and it sounds nice, but once you post it or once you say something to somebody about it, it kind of gets lost in the ether because you think in order for that to happen, you got to have the goddamn Dr. Strange circle shit, <laughs> and that's how you get to, yeah, that's how you get to the positive shit when it's like, nah, if you have a situation or it interacts with somebody and you go out and you think like, damn, this is going to be boom, 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 boom. And you're thinking like mad negative. At some point, if you were to take a step back, step outside yourself and go, okay, is this as bad as I'm making it? Am I, I'm angry. This has made me sad. This has made me feel whatever. Like I'm, I don't fuck with that. Okay. Is this an insecure space? Are you really just being like, okay, I can't have, you know, Aaron around my motherfucking uh, house. Cause Aaron steal, but Am I putting a little bit too much pepper on this bitch because of how I'm viewing it? Like, right. am I not? Am I not? Because, you know, if you are if you think positive, then you can have positive, you know, views or outlooks of how things work. And that 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 affects how you interact with people, how you interact with your life and so on and so forth. So just kind of using that towards the X thing. If it was people who didn't think so much about if I'm fucking here holding space for him. And he's going to keep doing or whatever. It's always the thoughts of, damn, I got to keep fucking going to get this nigga. I got to keep whatever and whatever. And I got to keep. It's all going to be burdensome because of how you looked at it. But you're not paying attention to nigga three weeks ago. That nigga was like not whoever. Just ex. three weeks ago. That nigga was drugged up, stinking in the motherfucking hotel room. And now this week he wilding, but he showered. And he used a little less. He's more coherent. He's still having a fit, but I don't have to pick. So now we like three months out. 
he having a fit, but we're able to kind of do this in public and have a bit of an angry conversation. Oh, shit, we're a year out. Bro can, like, call me and get his shit off, and we're not using as much. Right. And so as positive, I'm looking like I do remember like a year ago when I thought, you know, you were sitting there with a needle or whatever, or the fucking pipe, whatever. But that requires me to shift how I look at this shit. And that's practice on self. If you're going to deal with somebody, anybody, fucking nigga that's just a drug addict. If you're going to deal with your fucking mama, you need to go. I got to look at her a little whatever. Like I, maybe I need to deal with her in spurts. I can't maybe be around my mama all day because she's triggering for A, B and C reasons. And also that's another thing. All these things are complex and like bent over overlap. So there's spiritual shit. There's NLP shit. There's psychological shit. All that shit. But whatever. Because you fucking. Because <laughs> that just that is also just a, a triggering shit. You say one thing, motherfucker, be like super black and white about. It. I'm like, why are y'all boiling people, human beings, down to this? Because it's easy. But whatever. Like you said, because it's easy. I hate that shit. <laughs> like I just. It's easy. Just make my motherfucking ass itch. I mean, it go. It goes into what you're saying. And so what I would say as a solution, if you care to try to have a solution within the situation, because you should, because you should, you should be very solution oriented in everything you do, in my opinion, but my opinion is biased. So who the fuck am I? If you have positive thinking, the most positive out, if you're positive, the most positive outcome is to fix the issue. So if you are already thinking in a positive space, no matter how mad or angry you are, your thought is, I want to fix the problem. Therefore, that's where you, that's the direction you're headed, nigga. Like, as right. to, like I'm fucking mad, so I just want to get my motherfucking mad shit off. Right, but that's, that's going back to the mindset that you're in. So I was going to say, like, if you're processing the situation and you're saying, am I, I'm separating myself. I'm distancing myself from this situation. I'm not going to hold space or time for this situation. Am I doing this because it's hurtful to me? Am I doing this because... I'm just being lazy and I really don't want to. Am I doing this because I'm being selfish? Like, what is my reasoning for separating myself from this situation? As opposed to just like, "Mm, nope, this is the best thing for me. I got to, oh, self-preservation. That's the reason why you're doing it. Okay, even dive into that. Am I trying to preserve myself in a healthy way or am am I just afraid? Am I am I afraid of really getting comfortable with this? Am I afraid of really inserting myself into the situation and being present in the situation with this person? Am I not approaching the situation thinking that it has anything to do with me? Am I thinking that, oh, no, this, this is their thing. I don't really want to insert. My, no, no, there's something for you in this situation as well. So, like, ask yourself these questions to find out what is my reasoning for trying to dissociate or distance myself from this actual experience that I just so happen to be in front of at this very moment. Got to ask the why, baby. Like, what, what, is, what is the why? What is the why? And who, what, when, where, and why? And I think, And I think it should be as in depth as you said it because i i had like you know as always there's always like little private conversations and it was even discussions about like the perspective of what x said and and you you know kind of a conversation of understanding kind of it got into the vein of what you said of finding ways to understand why you move the way you move and it might be like you know and and i think also from like you know I've said this a lot. If you're in anywhere near the mental health space, it's just like, so you have, yeah, I got ego. I got, you know, I get mad. I got, uh, whatever the fuck else niggas got. I get depressed. I get whatever. It's just, um, my favorite, you know, my little favorite line is like, my mechanic knows everything about cars. I don't mean his motherfucking engine don't blow up from time to time. It's just, if my engine blow up, I'm fucked. If his engine blow up, he can at least look and go that, that, and that need to be replaced. And that needs to be adjusted. It's still going to take the fucking 20 hours to fix the problem, but you know where the problem comes from. So I would say, like, sometimes when, like, you know, you might see, like, I don't know, you might see a therapist. You might walk out your house right now and go, that's the therapist girl that popped up on my motherfucking feed. She's losing her shit at motherfucking Subway. Now, difference between you and her, you lose your shit at Subway. It's going to stop at this motherfucker didn't make my sandwich right. Where for her, she might go home and go, 
They didn't make my sandwich right, but that's really not a big deal because I could have fixed that. What I'm really mad about is that fucking interaction I had with my husband this morning. And why am I mad about that interaction I had with my husband this morning? Because it makes me feel like this. Why does it make me feel like this? It makes me feel like this because when they do that, I feel less than a whoop doop doop whoop. Well, should I even feel less than a whoop doop doop? Where does that come from? <laughs> that might come from an interaction I had with my mom and daddy fucking 20 years ago to let me know the relationship is supposed to look like this. And when that person does, does that, it makes me think that we're not even a thing. And Like, that's how it's supposed to work, just so y'all know. Like, and that's, that's, that's just. It. That's one step in the process. Yes. Because the next step for said therapist that could be losing their shit in Subway, they're still going to go talk to another therapist to help them process it. That's step two. Then they're going to figure out what solutions and resources and, and tactics and thought processes and whatever they can implement to help them change the situation. Step three. Then they're going to go ahead and like wash, rinse, repeat. Like, let me... Let me think. Let me talk to somebody. Let me do something. All right. Let me talk. Let me think. Like the process continues over and over again, which is the last step, which is repetition. So, oh my bad. Consistency. Exactly. So to correlate that back to X, that what we just described, list all that shit he just said, right? For a motherfucking person who's mad, who lost their shit in Subway because they had an argument with their motherfucking uh, spouse. And it correlates to some shit from back in the day. To put that on a motherfucker like X, if you put that same lens on him and the things he's gone through, the nigga is literally Superman. He's not of this world. Because half the motherfuckers watching this, and maybe even the niggas in this room, to be honest with you, niggas would have folded. Like, with, with, a, with not even a fucking 20% of the resources probably at his disposal found ways to maneuver to movement do that the best he can so for a motherfucker to look at his experience and his story and to just boil the nigga down is like not to say everybody's doing it but for anybody to look at that i would look at that person like you were crazy as shit like if you looked at the nigga's story and anything come out your mouth like that nigga was on that dope man nigga was, you know nigga was motherfucking nigga was crazy you're out you're out outside of, your, out of mind. your mind you're crazy like you have you are maybe a fucking to me. You like you one step under a supervillain. Like you the Joker. You have no fucking moral compass to say that shit. Like you or you don't think you you were like a full time lackey. And the funny part is, he went through those four steps that I just described. He sat and he thought about why he was going through what he was doing, and he went through the process of it. He didn't go to a therapist in his career or early in his career. He went mm-hmm. later in his life, but his music was therapy because I talked about it. Mm-hmm. I processed it, asked a bunch of questions to myself. I talked about it. I was vulnerable with it. I was expressive towards it. I went ahead and tried to do something about it. I recorded the music. I put it out. I re- repetition. I, re- I repeatedly performed these songs. I repeatedly had these conversations with people. I repeatedly had these conversations with my peers around me. I mean, in another interview, I saw Swiss talking about how like he went to, he would go and visit him and like they just end up driving and going somewhere and he would kind of hold space with him. And in the car rides, we're just talking. Like, what were you guys listening to? Like, we didn't really listen to nothing. We had conversations. Like, that was my time to actually hold space for him and conversate with him and listen to him, which a lot of people say apparently black men don't have conversations or talk or express their emotions. Here are two of the most influential. Like, you guys loved Old Bay last week in the verses. Uh, Ryan Isley, you know, <laughs> Graybeard himself. You guys were loving him last week because of the verses, but you don't have the verses without Swiss. You do not have Swiss without DMX. This this thing right now has helped us through the pandemic and has been super influential to everybody. And they're doing it because we're trying to help people. He also had the space to say, this person that helped me get to this point, I'm holding space for him as well when he needs it at different points in time. Why? Because no matter how big you are i have to humble myself to love other people being a part of x's process helped keep him here this long who's to say he would have even made it to 50 if he didn't even follow that process to begin with bars thank you goddess lord on point today Te- tequila poppy remove tequila poppy i'm not i'm not gonna remove it it could stay uh <laughs> i don't have any tequila um but you know that's fine um i don't think i'd put poppy on the back of mine just because i feel like Drake is just taking that term. Like just. Sidebar, X hated Drake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
ex hated. I I know like we talk we started off kind of talking about like the toxic masculinity that they would kind of deem ex for having in in today's society. I appreciate the vulnerability because he would say a lot of shit that it wouldn't go over today. But listen to it like. I don't like Drake. I don't like what he stands for. Like, not to say that we should hate Drake, but Mm-mm. like, like, no, he's he's giving off this like soft ass. Like, no, like I appreciate him expressing himself, but no, that's not what we need. Or even in his songs, there's there's mad lyrics. We can go to fucking yeah. where the hood at. How you gonna justify Oof. fucking a man, even if you are cool? I'm not <laughs> yeah. shaking your hand. <laughs> like, he just and I've I, and I know like. It just, but it, you know, forgive me, but the shit's funny. That nigga said, because I just know he was in the booth really mad and said, y'all niggas is having sex with, with the, the same, same sex. sex. And I was like, I, like now I could just, you know, I'm a, a generation behind it too. I couldn't imagine being in the booth with like, or in the fucking studio like, yo, you can't say that. You can't say that. Like, I fucking, said you know, fucking Chad, Chaz is here. Chaz has a husband, dog. Like. Of course they're having sex with the because Chaz is cool, but fuck him. Yeah, like what? like not like that because apparently that's what he like. Like <laughs> I can see X yeah. like, but I appreciated the authenticity. It's not a fact. I'm not saying this to bring up like we should hate what he hated or have strong feelings towards these things. I appreciated the vulnerability and people to be able to look past that and say, "Be like, you might be tripping on that one, but." I accept you for who you are, and I'm just, hey, that's how you feel. I don't hate you. I don't wish that you die. I just, I'm not feeling this. And we all should be able to express ourselves in that capacity. Like, I, I wish I had the level of vulnerability, authenticity, and just See, brashness that he has. There's, la- had. there's layers in that. And I know not definitely not promoting that rhetoric, but if the idea is that people you have said are sometimes that, like, Drake gets, honestly, okay, let's just, Put this out there before you know the Drakes. Like, oh, he's amazing. Nigga makes amazingly sonically pleasing music. That's beside. That's not even up for debate. Um, but the lint, but the fucking cape of he is super vulnerable. Is he? Because no. because fucking there's nobody more vulnerable than X. And not promoting. Um, God, what the fuck is whatever? Pick a song, any song. I'm fucking. Not even the Letitia Lashawn. Like, there's multiple songs where it's like, y'all, I'm fucking everybody in this unit. And then I move into the next block and I'm fucking all them. So nobody's promoting just wantonly just fucking the group unless the group is consensual and you guys are like in a good, you know, poly space. Great. But nobody's promoting like she thinks we're going to get married. Then I fuck her. She thinks we're going to have a kid. She's with the shits. This one thinks I'm her boyfriend. Like we're not promoting that. So that aside, I do think there's a level of we're just doing the Drake DMX comparison DMX is is it's not about vulnerability. It's about what panders to whatever little wonky narrative that I like. Like Drake's is like, oh my god, like the way and I and I love this music. Like everybody else, we all grew up on it. But like how you know, motherfuckers love. There was a meme that was out there like, bring back begging for coochie music. Like motherfuckers like it because it is steeped in. I'm outside your window. It's raining. I got on a white outfit and you are you are exalted and uh, everything that you do is fucking amazing. And I am so sorry. I am begging. And that's not, you know, it and that's considered vulnerable because it's a lot of tears attached to it. But it's not really I don't know that it's the vulnerability. I think it's the it's manipulation. Yeah, we did. And we did the ego thing like it is. It props up, makes me feel like I am this exalted being. But it also is manipulation because those was the mad. A lot of the mad niggas that was lying. Like on the flip side, you might get an ex and not promoting whatever. But somebody who is honest and truthful, like I fuck with you in this space, but I'm doing this not to promote that. Everybody needs to fuck around. But in the context of just vulnerability and truth, you could argue that X is way more truthful. And if you want an honest, honorable person in that they express truth and don't lie, that might be the one you lean to as opposed to a Drake who's going to be fucking damn near as weird as in flux as fucking anybody and then turn around and give you Marvin's room. And then like, you know, like and be fuck that nigga because he's not mean or whatever. Drake is going to give you what feeds his ego and what feeds his pocket and what feeds a certain narrative. X is just going to feed you X. Mm-hmm. And I think that's partly why X didn't really vibe with Drake too well. I don't know if he met him in person, but as far as the 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 character that this person is giving off, I don't I don't really vibe for that. That's that's not me. 
I'm all for authenticity. I'm all for being vulnerable and all that other stuff. But I'm also for like, you got to pull your shit together and and man the fuck up, even when it's, you know, hard to do so, as opposed to I'm going to be manipulatively vulnerable simply for the sake of making myself appear to be this way so that I can get this specific outcome. I'll tell you as X, like, look, the biggest lie I'm going to tell you is that you think I'm coming back. I'm not coming back. Yeah. Other than that, like we we just we, we can, I just I'm here to smash. You know the deal. Like what's up with it? I think he said I'm out of here like the trash. <laughs> that was the craziest. Like life. like the trash on a Thursday. That nigga said I'm out of here like the trash on a Thursday. Like what? This <laughs> is like it's you know I'm sorry man I'm like you know but that's if a motherfucker said like if a if a woman is like yo nigga I'm out of here like the trash on a Thursday and you sitting you would sit there and hold the fucking shit like uh like bro on boomerang like Eddie and you but you would still be like. That's a crazy lie. I can't believe she. And I would, in all embarrassment, I would tell every nigga I got, I would call niggas be like, bro, I know we ain't talked in like six months. Let me tell you what she just fucking said to me. That's what she told her. Nigga, I'm out here fucking lit. Like, that's crazy. I'm about to put that on a t-shirt right Damn, now. Damn, and I don't fucking, I can't even hate her because that shit was smooth. But speaking of speaking of just how, how these songs hit, because this just made me think. We praised, like, the era that was just saying a lot of shit. Not even taking into account that they was, you know, niggas were just saying whatever the fuck they need to say. I tell her what, what she want to hear just so I can fuck the hoe. That was such a hit back then. Anyways. <laughs> um, and, it, and it gets swept into these, to the concept of, like, appreciate me. And, you know, it, to parallel, it's niggas who was like, when I get home, she better have a plate. And she better have her ass out. And she better be ready to suck dick after I've been sitting here running an uh, eight-hour shift. Whoop, doop, doop. But all of those kind of get swept in the ballpark of, you know, you want to be appreciated. And it's like, do you want to be appreciated or do you want to be exalted? Because being exalted is what you, you know, like, you king and you are at the altar and I am your servant. But if you're my queen and that's your king, we're partners, nigga, and we appreciate each other. But the line between exalting and appreciating is this, it's different. It's like that shit. Um, there's a video out that you sent me and it is a dude. Um, and just this gets into like reciprocity, which is big for me, and I think for anybody. Like he fucking he gives he does the thing that motherfuckers always be like, give me the money, give me somebody. He's like, here's the money, go to the mall, do what you want. And her response was, that nigga looked at that money, and it wasn't like shit. It should have been more. It wasn't. I deserve this. It wasn't. I'm finna go get it. It was. Well, where we going? Because I want to take care of you. I want to take you on a date. Like her initial thought was for us. And it's like, well, yeah. And he reiterated, like, why do you want to do that? This money is for you. You can do anything you want. And she said, you're right. And I want us to go shopping. I want to take you out on a date. So let's go enjoy this. Let me stop you niggas already. You niggas that are like, he's going to pay for it with his money. That's not the fucking point. <laughs> That's not, not the, the point. point before Once you, you give it to her, it's no longer your money. But the fact that you are the, the concept for the last week and a half, he's willing to be of service to somebody else willingly. And it came back to him because he trusted the right individual and was willing to be vulnerable and sacrifice something with them. And they are willing to say, you know what? Reciprocity, appreciation. You give me this, I'm going to give it right back to you in some capacity. Let's go ahead and do this because I value you as a person. You're holding space for me. I'm holding space for you as well. I just did a statement that cleared out the right side of the room. Now let me clear out the left side. Now for all y'all like, how do I get me a one of them? They You be her. Because y'all be asking for that, but you're not her. Before the money. <laughs> you're not. you not her. Be her before the money. Because in order for that to happen, she is that person. She is not like a, she is a, she is of service. She's, you could, in her face, she was like, she looked like, and I'm, and I'm completely reading and projecting whatever way motherfuckers want to find the flaw and completely disregard what I'm saying. She looked at that nigga like, I don't even understand why you're doing this because it's us, nigga. Like, right. I'm going to ride for you. What you, you give me this money for? Yeah, like that. And that is and that is not, and that that is is not where I kind of, you know, you get away from like the fucking, um, even though Duval posted something there, which is mad funny, but it was like, you know, the nigga got like 100K in chains, but y'all fucking uh, going half on the bills, which is kind of mad if y'all living in an apartment. But if I got 100K in chains that you got a Birkin bag and we living in a motherfucking mansion, then you know, I guess for our standard living, both I mean, of those are two stupid fucking purchases and I'm really having a hard struggle with this right. analogy, but whatever. Because even, even within the post with the guy and his lady friend, they're not sitting in some luxury vehicle. I didn't even see the post, honestly. 
No, this this like so. Oh, the, the money thing. The car, the, the money oh, thing. Yeah. The car that they're sitting in. It don't look like your stereotypical like materialistic bins or no. They look sitting in a regular vehicle, and he's giving her. I don't know. Let's say a thousand dollars. I'm not going back to X. I have this, but I'm not demonstrating it. The only time that you see me show it is when I'm giving it to somebody else. And I've given it to this person and they're giving it back. Like we're making sound decisions within our situations. We're making sound decisions in our investments in one another. And it helps us stay collectively within this space. As opposed to we basically buying shit to outdo one another. Or we buying stuff to outdo the image that other people think that we should be feeling. Like no, I'm in this humble space I'm giving to you. I'm in this humble space with you. I'm putting it back in the pot for the both of us. Let's go enjoy this. As opposed to said other relationship, like get to the bad, like come on and give me like material, 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 material. Then you give the material, but there's no feeling or empathy or support behind it. It's just exchange. Goddess Laura said, a king knows when to lead, when to follow. Submission is equally powerful. You're right, but motherfuckers don't understand how leadership works and just think that you walk out here and just swing your sword like the fucking like the president doesn't have an entire cabinet of people telling him what the fuck to do because you delegate. People don't understand it because they think that it's different. Niggas think Barack wasn't sitting up in the fucking bed looking at Michelle like, okay, man, these niggas is wilding out in Kazamalakistan and I don't know what to do. And them niggas sat up and said, like, you think he never took her, not even a version of it. You think that nigga never walked in the Oval Office and took 100% of her idea? You think she makes all her business first lady moves and never shoots something to this nigga? You can read her book and she'll tell you that she was, one, she was the breadwinner at one point in time. Oh, hell no. (laughs) No, no. Then what the fuck is he doing? It was in her book. She was working at a hospital making bread and he was trying to do his campaign thing, which wasn't bringing in a lot of money. And she support, even though she was breadwinner, she still humbled herself to support him. Yeah, I would never. She also talked about how she would get stressed about the situations just as much or if not more so than he presented. Like he presented as calm and she's stressing out, but she's still willing to hold space for him and support him because she know this is what you wanted. This is what you believe. So we're doing this together. I got the capacity to lead this bitch and be the master of my own fate, captain of my own soul. And I'm still going to stand here. <laughs> that was my thing though. I could shoot that shit like but I am truth. I mean we had to. That was kinda that kinda comes with the territory in that situation. Night can cover this ass. <laughs> Fucking that, that that got covered too. Not in a positive way. Jesus. Build your shell. And then they had that fucking movie with the goddamn. Uh-huh. I almost punched. I was ready to fight Matt Damon on top. Like <laughs> I ain't learned nothing about no motherfucking rugby when yeah, I had to learn. Like, when Victus. I see this nigga in the streets, it's like, what you mean, Invictus? Fuck you. Fuck you, know about Invictus. But either way, um, it's it's the constant narrative. Whether you look at the Michelle Obama and Barack Obama situation, whether you're looking at X, whether they're looking at relationships, whether they're looking at the the post with the guy and his lady, and he's giving her money. All of these are people that are sacrificing to somebody else when they feel that they are in need, and they're getting it reciprocated. And sorry, I, like you, I feel like you can't do that because we we discussed last week law of attraction, and I'm just gonna keep throwing this out there to you, pseudo spiritual fucks. Oh, law of attraction, you mean like when both of y'all like make up laws about why y'all attracted to one another physically? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yep. You cannot be because the mood of the day, the word of the day is resentment. And to me, resentment coincides with shit like holding a grudge and this, that, and the third. You cannot get to the space of a Barack and and, and Michelle because I'm sure Barack did some shit beforehand president presidency side she could she didn't hold a fucking grudge against him for being broke or whatever the fuck whatever shit they go through and vice versa for him because that would have damaged the energy in the relationship you get it done you knock it out you fucked up last week and then because we gonna ride this thing out but i know for goddamn sure for them to get to where they at i don't know but it just it's gonna ride with my point unless they just are just two toxic motherfuckers off money which that happens but um you don't get to be this power couple in the Oval Office, if Barack got to deal with what Terry did and if fucking Michelle got to deal with what Ashley did because you cold in resentment and grudges and shit from past relationships but have turned them into these are my experiences and, you know, you're going to be who the fuck you are until you... No, 
You should have learned that shit and left that shit where the fuck it is. Have the experience. Have some discernment. Have some understanding. But you cannot bring that shit here. And resentment to me is like put together in grudges and some of the shit. You know, this is all based off shit people post. And it gets normalized as cool shit because like the usual. I do the same bullshit. You do the same bullshit. Let's link on bullshit as opposed to everybody going. I do that shit. But I understand it's trash. I'm working through it. But at least let's acknowledge that that shit is trash. And giving people credit for saying that if they do. Give people the, the flowers that they deserve for being able to be vulnerable with you. Like, fuck no, DC, you got mad. And you you got an ego, brother. Like, what well, for fuck it? Then how the fuck you going to tell me about mine? Shit. Fix your goddamn shit. Fix your house, nigga. That's called deflection. That's that's that right there is getting triggered and being petty. So you gonna sit up here and tell me about me getting motherfucking ill? <laughs> <laughs> so just because you a therapist, you gonna I don't need a therapy session right now. Like I don't like I'm not I'm not trying to be a therapist right now. I'm actually trying to be your friend because I'm giving you an opportunity to be vulnerable. But you can't do that because people people don't like people don't like that. So you gonna tell me about? Uh, you know, think you you know. Being a little, being a little evasive. A motherfucker who like to get. All right, that don't mean. Fuck. I mean, yeah, I can. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Then shit, like, yeah, nigga, like dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge. Yeah, I understand how hard it is having a lens of knowing what the fuck I'm doing. Now I'm telling you, cause shit, man, maybe you can get an understanding and then do it better than me. You might teach me some shit. I might all. I might just have the lens to see. I might not be as great as doing. Oh, that was a fucking hit from um that fucking water dancer book. Which is cool. Tana has psychosis fire. I'm not, but like, oh, I haven't, I haven't gotten that one. It's alright. I keep, I kept on the, the advertisements with, it and I was like, that sounds cool. I should try it, but I never did. It's cool. Like, I'm not gonna say it's mid. It's cool, but I feel like definitely, I feel like if it, and I'm not, and I'm not a proponent of any slave shit, but it's like the fucking fuck it, man. Y'all gonna read it, whatever. Like. <laughs> If, like, slaves had superpowers, like, to kind of maneuver through slavery, it's like, mm. Like Icon? Not it. Well, no. <laughs> they don't got that. Because slavery should have been over in 17 minutes. <laughs> but beside the point, like, when you when, when I'm reading, I'm like, you know what? Visually watching this, y'all might get this might be my last slave movie I would endure. But there's also some parts I'm like, fuck. So I don't know if that's enough to watch. But anyways, anyways. A line in there, he says, because the character's, like, one of his big things is he's got, like, a photographic memory, basically. And he says a lot of lines going through. He's like, memory is my gift, but not this. And that nigga said, like, memory is my gift, but not wisdom. And I would kind of put that because, look at me, nigga, I'm making connections, bitch. <laughs> so if you're resentful, if you got grudges, you're holding on to a past memory. Memory is your gift. I remember when, boom, 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 boom. But wisdom is not your gift because you're not putting any context or understanding to these situations. And you're also not seeing where what you're doing, holding on to this, is having a terrible effect on your future. Because you're not being solution oriented. So, you know, you got memory. Look, I like that. Like, you, I got memory. Memory is my gift, but not wisdom. So, you know, don't take that fucking line and use it to be a dick. It's a good, like, fuck, man. Time Just has- like they take a, I, I, for, I forgive, but I don't forget. It's fucking trash. Holy fuck, it's trash. Like, like, if you don't forget about it, then you didn't really forgive it. Even if you didn't forget about it, like, you're keeping the memory to do something good with it. Like, if I can, I understand that this is a trigger for you. So now I didn't forget it. So now I know how to maneuver in this space. Or I understand this might be something that is something that you have done in the past. So I'm not going to use it to be like, Oh, you, like, okay, fucking X. I know that X does drugs. I, 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 I forgave him for pulling the gun on me, but I didn't forget it. So now when I see him fucking having a moment, let me get on top of that. Let me support this so that we can kind of maneuver around that. Or let me know that I should probably like take a step back because that nigga finna air the bitch out. I just don't want to get shot. I know that this now will last 30, this is a 30 minute thing of him losing his fucking mind. Also, you guys, everybody should go work and fucking go work in mental health because, you know, if you're having a fucking situation and it's a crisis situation, you don't go, I forgot that you fucking used to, and now I'm fucking going to let you not nah. finish your treatment, you fucking selfish don't, bitches. Like, don't, don't try and come work in mental health because y'all can't handle the regular mental health stuff that y'all encounter with your coworkers at work now. There's somebody at your office that you can't stand that you're not realizing they're having some sort of a crisis and you hold their actions over their head as opposed to taking some empathy and looking at this person saying, you know what, they really might be going through some shit. Let me, hey, 
I don't appreciate that fucked up shit you did. That's the approach you're going to take with him as opposed to, hey, you all right? Like, what's what's been going on, man? I know you've been a little snappy, me and you done had our beefs. We kind of went tit for tat. We got some microaggressions going on here, but I want to ask you for real. Like, you are, are you okay? For real. Like, you can talk to me. Is your goal to fix it? Is your goal to get your motherfucking shit off? I'm going to say that shit. They're going to put that shit on my motherfucking tombstone. Are you being selfish or selfless? What's your approach? Mm, if you want to get your shit off, they just say you were here to fight or something. Like... I mean, be like X. If, if you don't like the shit, yeah, let's 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 duke it out. Let's get straight to the shits and call it a day, and then we never have to speak again. Like, let's just whatever. Or do shit. I don't know, man. Do it like real niggas do. Like, I I, I still had a group where it was like, I don't give a fuck what we talking about. We, I just want to fight, and once we fight, it's a wrap. So, get the gloves or no glove. However, we doing this? Could just be honest that I don't really want to talk. Anymore. And we can we can shake hands afterwards and and, and amicably. Going to our own separate ways. Oh, you'll see y'all on Monday, nigga. Yeah, we, you, this was this. Was. We'll, we'll get back to it. Oh, oh it, it, you thought it was a game? This is not over yet. Like we can we can continue to talk about this for a while. Why? Because apparently, you motherfuckers just. And we gonna be like ass. We gonna keep putting it in your motherfucking face until you start to get it. Only thing I'm really scared of is slipping. Falling. Let get up. Get my ass up. Oh, I'm gonna get up for sure. Alright y'all We'll see y'all on Monday evening You guys enjoy the remainder of your weekend It's Wrestlemania uh, Sunday tomorrow Go watch some wrestling like you did when you was a kid Don't act like you're too grown to watch it It's wonderful Go enjoy all that shit that's going on all weekend Or you can just be a bump on the log I don't know if you can just do something But bring your ass back here on Monday night And do talk to you Let X serenade us out It's wonderful Keep your shit the hardest Bye